0: Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran, tayiban, mubarakan fih, kama yuhibu rabbuna wa yurubha. Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu, la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, annaā sihul ahamīn. Allahumma salliḥ ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ana alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa man tamasika bisunnatihi ira yawmiddin. ثم اما بعد الحمد لله على islami sunnah all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah we continue going over the important work by the to shaykh Shaykh Saleh Al-Osaimi ta'ala that work is which is, is dealing with ten traits of good character, ten traits of good character, and we continue while picking up from the fifth or the sixth trait the sixth trait a sadis taala, a sadis. اذا عطست فغطي وجهك بيدك او بثوبك واحمد الله فان شمتك احد فقال يرحمك الله فقل يهديكم الله ويصلح ويصلح بالكم he said, and this is connected to the issue of sneezing, and what to say when you hear one sneezes, what to say when one has heard you sneeze, so on and so forth. He mentions he says that the the author, al Adab من أداب العشرة وهو يتعلق al الْعُطَّاسِ He said is that the, the author he mentioned May Allah Ta'ala give him tawfiq The sixth trait of good character From the ten traits of good character And that is that which is linked to sneezing The issue and the affair of sneezing He mentions he says fihi And there are four affairs that are linked to this there are four affairs that are linked and connected to the issue of sneezing and the proper etiquette as relates to to sneezing. The first of these affairs and that is is linked to his statement and when you sneeze then cover your mouth with your hand or with your thawb, meaning here thawb, meaning article of clothing. Nam That you cover your mouth when you sneeze, be it with your hand or be it with an article of clothing, something that you are wearing that you will bring up and you will cover your mouth with it. The Shaykh mentions, he says al Uqas, because sneezing huwa, what, what sneezing is, yeah, is well known, but he explains it what sneezing is huwa sautun hawa'in then this is a noise that will emanate from the nose mixed with a wind or air that will come out yani strongly right um and this is what sneezing is so therefore either the Al-abd, when the slave, when they sneeze, umira and yughatiyah wajha, then they have been commanded to cover their face. That when they sneeze from good etiquette, from good manners, from good behavior, is that a person will cover their mouth when they sneeze. They will cover their mouth, yani, when they sneeze. Why is this? Why would they cover their mouth when they sneeze, Uh, yani, uh, when they sneeze, why why, why cover the mouth? The Sheikh he mentions, he says, He said, so that what comes out of the nose when one sneezes, then it will not reach or it will not يعني, have any effect or any bearing. So, therefore, they're going to minimize the effect, they're going to minimize. Yani, that spittle, or that um, that phlegm, or that pieces of snot, and the like, that may come out when a person sneezes, so that they shield that which may come out from sneezing, from traces of saliva, from snot, and the like, right? So therefore, he would cover his mouth with his hand he will cover his mouth with his hand, or he will cover his mouth with his thumb or an article of clothing. And he will cover his mouth with his hand or an article of clothing. This is you know, a characteristic and this is an adept an, uh, an that is of tremendous importance because not only is an individual covering their mouth, you know, by way of covering their mouth with their hand or their clothes or article of clothing, they are preventing spittle and preventing um yeah any snot and things of this nature from flying on and potentially touching someone else but also if they are sick or any way then they are keeping the germs they're keeping yani yeah, um those potential infectious agents to themselves now and, and especially when we're living inside of this time of corona and so on and so forth and people wearing masks you know to protect others from the likes of these things that may emanate from a person's mouth and or nose right so it's it's of tremendous yani uh, uh value to mention here that this is from the islamic etiquette this is from the islamic mannerisms is that when a person sneezes that they cover their mouth when a person sneezes they will cover their mouth either with their hand or with the article of clothing now the yani and this is so that they would minimize that which will come out from their nose when they sneeze they will minimize and they will keep away keep maintain or uh, protect the harm from reaching um, those who are in their presence when they sneeze sneeze. and likewise even if they're by themselves then we want to protect surfaces that another person may come in touch from the effects of what may come out of our nose and our mouth when we sneeze. So therefore, they will cover the mouth with the with their hand or an article of clothing. فَأَمَّا أَن يُرَدَّ ثَوْبَهُ He said, so this means that it is possible, as mentioned to the clothing, that they may take a piece of their clothing, right? They may take an article of their clothing and they will bring it to their mouth. Now, an article of clothing, for example, yani Like, if they were wearing a turban and the tail of the turban, they would take that tail of the turban and they would cover their 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 mouth with it, right? Or they would take yani you know, a portion of their shirt and they would cover their mouth. Al and the like. Then. You can utilize yani what what you have yani, from your clothing and cover your mouth if a person has a handkerchief and they pull out a handkerchief then this will this would serve the same purpose, and this is no problem and he will cover his face with it yani and in order yani to cover their face with it so that they would keep their spittle and they will keep their spit their saliva and they will keep potentially the snot coming out of their nose, yani can To that place, and will not get on others. Now, the sheikh he mentions, he says, "This is the one." Or he will put his hand over his nose. He will use his hand, and he will put it over his nose when he sneezes, so as to keep the potential uh, debris which will emanate and 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 exit from the nose and and, or mouth away from others, away from others. Now. And that which they should use When covering up their mouth Is what? Is their left hand Okay So when a person sneezes The hand that they should use Should be their Their left hand This is the hand they should use Alright And there's a wisdom for this Why the left hand? Why would they use the left hand As opposed to using the right hand? Because when most people, yani, uh, the hand that you would go to almost as your default would be your dominant hand, right? So if a person is a righty and a right hand dominant, then it would yani, uh, be their first reaction to use their, their right hand. But the sheikh is saying that it is from proper etiquette to use the left hand in this situation. Not the right hand, but to use the left hand in this situation. عادة عند العطاش هو مخاطر because what will come out of a person's nose potentially usually when they sneeze and the like will be this this yani what we mentioned yani will be this 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 uh this snot this this uh and or the uh the saliva and the spittle that may come from a person's mouth and, and things of this nature well la sharan and this is something that is a yani. Yeah, how would you say? It is an undesirable fluid. Is an undesirable fluid. Yani yeah, naturally, right? That naturally, these are from those bodily fluids that people generally don't want to touch, right? And they don't want it getting on their person. So these are from those bodily fluids that naturally people have an aversion to they don't want someone someone's snot getting on their hand they don't want someone spit getting on their person or their clothes so on and so forth now and this is something that is naturally right something that is natural and Shaykh he mentions he says we're not saying that is legislatively something that is impure or something like this no but Yani, uh, typically and naturally people have an aversion. You don't want no one spit on you. A person can say, Oh, but it's is yeah, yani, it's not nudges. Yeah, but I don't want it touching me. You understand? You know, a person's snot or their you know, the that which will come out of the nose, they don't want it touching them. Person can come back and say, Oh, no, it doesn't break your bubble Yeah, but I don't want it touching me. Right? So this so therefore you want to hold back these things, or these are the things that potentially will come out when you when you sneeze. شَرْعًا <laughs> يعني Naturally, not legislatively now <laughs> and that which is from the you any know, the natural habits of of people wa <laughs> is that a person generally typically they have an aversion to seeing it and they have an aversion to its traces, so they don't want to see it and they don't want it you know, touching them, okay, so for example, and we know typically if you saw a person. And they had snot coming out of their nose, and it was just dripping on their nose, and and coming down, and touching their lip, and so on and so forth. You will be hard pressed to tell that person wipe your nose. You have you have snot coming out of your nose. Wipe your nose. You need a handkerchief. You need a piece of paper. You need a tissue. You need a Kleenex. You know something. To wipe wipe your nose, man. Clean your face, right. Why? Because typically these are from those things that people don't want to see. They don't want to look at someone, and they have snot coming out of their nose and snot bubbles and things. This is this is nasty, right? And this is what most people they they understand. So this type of um, fluid that you have an aversion to even look at it, right? Then of course you're going to have an aversion to even to to to, to, to touching it or to have it touch you. Okay. Now, either I can't uh, and this is even with the fact that it is not that which is unclean fluid in the sharia, however it is an unclean fluid uh, naturally and these type of fluids these undesirable fluids, whether legislatively or whether naturally and the like, then these are from things that are an annoyance for people there are things that are an annoyance for people there are things that can potentially have some type of harm as in related to it and their left hand is the hand that you use to deal with these type of things now the left hand is the hand that you use to deal with these type of things so when it comes to cleaning the the impurities that emanate from from the person's body And when they go into the restroom and so on and so forth, those things that are from the jasa, then you use what? The left hand. Likewise, those things that don't necessarily reach the level of being from the jasa, they don't necessarily reach the level of being from those things that are nedges. However, they reach the things, but they are from those undesirable things, those undesirable fluids, like snot, like spit, so on and so forth. Then the left hand is utilized, whereas the right hand, when and as far as the right hand, they use the right hand for noble things. Use the right hand for noble things. Na'am. So this is as it relates to the first issue, yani, that are linked to sneezing and the proper etiquettes when sneezing. Is that when we sneeze, that we will cover our mouths. When we sneeze with which hand? The left hand or the right hand? We'll do it with what? The left hand. Na'am. Or... We will utilize an article of clothing, for example, like the yani, the, the shmav, uh or the amama, or the gutra, the and the like. And we'll cover our faces with that, uh, or the yeah, shirt, or whatever, yani, we'll cover our faces with that, so as to keep the traces of the sneeze away from touching other people. That makes sense? But, or touching other surfaces. Now, if you're by yourself and touch other surfaces, you know, the same way you wouldn't want to go and putting your hand on a counter that somebody just got finished yani, sneezing on, and then you feeling wet stuff and, and the like, which will gross you out, the same way you don't want to feel that, then likewise, you, yani, the same way you shouldn't want to leave that for someone else to potentially touch. The second issue that I linked to the issues of sneezing and the proper etiquette of sneezing, ومسألة الثانية في قوله is inside of a statement, الله then after a person sneezes they will say alhamdulillah qool, alhamdulillah then a person will say alhamdulillah naam and the statement of alhamdulillah this is from the hadith of Abu Huraira ta'ala al-bukhari this is extracted from the hadith of Abu Huraira and that which Imam al-Bukhari he khair <laughs> <No. laughs> Now, mucus is a better word than snot. Nah, ahsant. That is correct. Um, Imam al-Bukhari, he utilized the, uh, yani inside, of, inside of his sahih. There comes a hadith where the, uh, where the Prophet ﷺ, he commanded that when a person sneezes, after they sneeze, then they ought to say, Alhamdulillah. Ma'am. And again, this is from the hadith of Abu Huraira. And I want you to write this down with Allah. Ma'am i want you to write these down that when you sneeze one of the options of what could be said after you sneeze is alhamdulillah Na'am? alhamdulillah and the proof of this is the hadith of abu Hurairah and that which is collected by imam al-bukhari Na'am? the sheikh he mentions he says he said and it comes from a hadith uh nabawiyya uh, that comes from the prophetic hadith other phrases that could be added to the phrase alhamdulillah other phrases that could be added to the phrase alhamdulillah so whoever suffices with just saying alhamdulillah alhamdulillah then this is fine this is fine as well this individual they will come with the bare minimum of that which has been transmitted they will come with the bare minimum of that which has been narrated and whoever adds more than that from that which has been narrated then they would have brought more, and they would have been more in compliance. they would be more in compliance, or more in following the Sunnah. فِي الْحَمْدِ بَعْدُ الطَّعَامِ. Just like what was aforementioned in praising Allah after we eat. Just like what was mentioned in making du'a and praising Allah after we eat. That at the bare minimum, when a person finishes eating, then they can say Alhamdulillah. Then they can say Alhamdulillah. Then that's it. Bye. And if they want to add more and go beyond, then they will say, Alhamdulillah, minni, They can say that, and then that's more complete. But at the bare minimum, they have to say, Alhamdulillah. Now, likewise, when a person sneezes, after they sneeze, at the bare minimum, then they will say, Alhamdulillah. But if they add on to that, and they utilize other texts that have been narrated, right, um, then this is better. This is better. They're adding on, and they're bringing forth more benefits. Now, now, it is from before getting into some of the other things that could be said and where they are collected the Sheikh mentions a principle from the religion he mentions a principle from the religion and this is very important the Sheikh says min and from the principles of the deen and sunan fi wahid yu'ta wa is that, is that when we have various ways of doing something, right? We have various avkar, various supplications that could be utilized in, in any one particular given situation. Then sometimes we should say this du'a, and sometimes we should say another du'a, the other du'a. So sometimes we should say this, and sometimes we should say that. <inaudible> So that it, so that the slave could bring everything that was narrated on the from the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because when they do that, then they would have actualized the most perfect way of following. That so that they would do everything in which was mentioned by the Prophet in any given particular situation. So sometimes they will say Alhamdulillah and then sometimes they will say yani, Alhamdulillah and then more. Sometimes they will say Alhamdulillah only and other times they will say Alhamdulillah and more. نعم وَيُعَنْذِمُ أَجْرُ فِي إِحْيَاءِ السُنَّةِ فِي And a person's reward will be multiplied because they will be reviving a sunnah amongst the people, because some situations and some and some things the people have become set on utilizing one aspect of the sunnah or one thing that is said from the sunnah and this becomes the habit yani of the people, and they become fixed upon this, whereas there are other variations that could also be said from the sunnah that the people are not currently utilizing, so by teaching them or by yani uh, uh, saying and utilizing some of these other uh, supplications in these given situations then you would be teaching and showing people that there are other things that also could be said and thus reviving a sunnah so your reward will be greatly multiplied because now everyone that adds to the hamd then you will be in this case yani for example for everyone that adds to the hamd then you will be rewarded if they followed you in doing that because you taught them and brought their attention to those narrations now I'm by applying it now i mean also it will be preserving the sunnah preserving the sunnah with the people it'll be preserving the sunnah with the people so that they're also utilizing these aspects of the the sunnah now I and mean, this is very important from the other things that could be said right because then, then the he goes on to the the third uh the third issue from the issues but because the Sheikh leaves that for you for homework right he leaves that for you for homework to go ahead and you know, do your research and find the other narrations that mention the, uh, the etiquette of sneezing, right? But I help you out, give you some, uh, you know, some homework. I help you out with the homework. Another thing that could be said is, Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. Naam, is that a person can say after they sneeze, Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. Naam, then all praise and thanks belong to Allah in every situation. But this is from the hadith of Abu Hurairah from that which is narrated in the Sunan uh, of Imam Abu Dawood um, and it was uh, now and it was graded as authentic by Imam Al-Albani Naam is graded by authentic is graded authentic by Imam Al-Albani naam. So it comes, collected by Imam Abu Dawood, graded authentic by Imam Al Albani. and that is a statement. What? Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. All praise and thanks belong to Allah in every situation. Naam. So that's another thing that could be said after the person they sneeze. Another thing that could be said at the person that they sneeze, and this and this hadith is is a hadith that has been collected um has been collected by Abu Dawood Imam Abu Dawood and also by Imam Al-Bukhari and Adab al-Mufrad this hanith has a chain that reaches back to the Prophet sallallahu wasallam has a chain that is marfu and then it has a chain that is mawquf has a chain that it stops at ibn Mas'ud Radhiallahu ta'ala Anhu Al-Marfur Da'if Wa mawquf Sahih That which reaches back to the Prophet In that In that Yani chain In that way Is not authentic It's da'if Okay And that Which reaches back To Ibn Mas'ud It is sahih So Da'afahu al Albani. Uh, Imam al-Albani he graded it as being Da'if in the collection of Da'if a hadith from Abu uh, Dawood from Abu Dawood, from Abu Dawood. and Imam al-Albani graded it as Sahih because that which is Mawquf that which stops at Ibn Mas'ud that it is authentic and Imam al-Albani he graded it as authentic in Sahih Ad Ibn Mufrad by Imam al-Bukhari, na'am, so ala the hadith, the ulama, they say, it is good to use, it is good to use, na'am, it is good to use, and this is that after sneezing, a person will say, alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, na'am, they will say, Alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, this is another, another uh, um, option of what could be said, so when a person sneezes, there are three things they can say that are from the sunnah that are acceptable. The first one is, Alhamdulillah. The second one is, Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. The third one is, Naam, these, these are your three options of what could be said. And as Imam an he mentions in his explanation of Sahih Muslim, is that all of these three, all of these three, the ulama, they yani, agree that all of these three, they could be used uh in the Yani from the Sunnah to utilize all of these three for the person who has sneezed. Nah? That makes sense. The next affair is connected to the person who hears the person sneeze. Nah? It's connected to the person who hears the person sneeze. And this is in this in the Sheikh statement for N so if a person hears you sneeze and they hear you say Alhamdulillah and they hear you praise Allah, then they say to you, Yarhamukullah. Your hamukallah. Nam if they are talking to a man. If they're talking to a male, then you say Yarhamukullah. Naam, Yarhamu ka ka Yarhamukallah. If they're addressing a woman or yani, a female, then they will say Yorhamu killa ki ka man male ki female woman. Make sense? Your hamu ka your kalla, is for a male. Your This is for a woman for a female. Okay? A a person will say that a either da لَكَ ahadun بعد عطاسك وحمدك وحمدك الله بأن قال لك This is that if a person makes dua for you after you sneezed and after you praised Allah and then they make this dua to you by saying يرحمك and this is and this is very important. Only if you hear the person who has sneezed, praise Allah, then you say, "Yarhamukallah." If it's a male, if it's a woman, then yeah, you say what is appropriate for the, uh, the female. But only if you hear them praise Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. فمن سمع عطسا حمل الله له يرحمك الله. If only if you hear the person who sneezed, praise Allah. Then you say unto them, make a dua for them, your Allah. Then you say unto them, make a dua for them, your Hamukullah. However, a dua rahmah Muta Bada But the dua for Rahmah, right? You ask Allah to have mercy on this person, is own is connected only to the person who you hear say Alhamdulillah. Only the person that praises Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you will say this to them, okay? And but if a person sneezes and then they don't say, they don't praise Allah, so they don't say Alhamdulillah, yeah, they don't praise Allah, then you don't make dua for them for mercy. You don't say unto them, Alhamdulillah. It's only if you hear them say Alhamdulillah and the like, then you make dua for them. Then you make dua for them by saying, Allah.' Now, It makes sense? But the next affair, the last affair dealing with this issue, then it is after you have sneezed and you have praised Allah by saying, Alhamdulillah, or by saying, Alhamdulillah, Kulli Hal, or by saying, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And then a person says unto you, Your Hamukullah. Then you could respond. No, then you are to respond. Now, you, the one who has sneezed, you are to respond by saying, Ya wa yuslihu balakum. Then you are to respond by saying this. And this hadith, so you can say this statement. That which has been authentically reported and confirmed on the Prophet, or you can say and utilize those texts, those narrations that have been affirmed upon the Sahaba. Na'am? Because when you take the hadith, we take the, the, the hadith of the Prophet, the hadith of the Prophet, where he mentioned what to say after a person says unto you, and then you take the narrations from the Sahaba of uh, what they used to say after a person said unto them, يَرْحَمَكُ الله, Then it points you to one thing, one concept, which is, as the Shaykh mentions, تَدُلُّ al al It points you to the fact that what is intended from the Sharia, what is intended by the legislation here in this situation is dua uh, Is that you make dua is that you make dua for the person with with yani with any wording that you make dua for the person with any wording. So the wording here is not restricted. So when a person يعني, is responding to someone who said then the wording is not restricted to just Yahikumullah wa It's not restricted to just that wording. But you can say that wording, and that is the most complete. That's the best. Don't get no let's let yani put that there and let let that be known. However, you can also say other statements that have been narrated authentically upon the Sahaba. For example, عمر, on the authority of Ibn Umar, or has been يعني, uh, narrated upon him, يقول, that he used to say, ولكم, that he used to say, your wa May Allah have mercy upon us and upon you. And may Allah forgive us and forgive you. So after he would sneeze, and someone, and then he would praise Allah by saying, Alhamdulillah, or one of the other variations of Hamd. And then a person said unto him, and then a person said unto him, Your then he would respond by saying, Allah wa لَنَا وَلَكُمْ May Allah have mercy upon us and you. May Allah forgive us and you. That would be his response. And as Hanid, رواه Malik, في Imam Malik, he brings this inside of موطة عَن نافع عنه وَهُوَ الأسانيد. So he brings it inside of muwatta and uh, a chain that is from the strongest of chains from the most authentic of chains Na'am? so that's one variation that, that that could be said in response to a person saying unto you Yorhamukullah. allah so you can say wa iyaakum wa yaghfiru lana wa lakum the shaykh he mentioned this is a a, um, a benefit, a cultural benefit Na'am? He says well who are and this is the origin of what the people يعني, he mentions in this ballad meaning Sardinia. this is the origin of the statement of the people in Sardinia because in Sardini what is common what is common term or common expression that you will say in response to a person saying unto Yahammaklah is they they say commonly now Yohamallah." They will say commonly, يَرْحَمُنَ wa وَيَرْحَمُكُمُ اللَّهُ They will say, may Allah have mercy on us, and may Allah have mercy on you. Now, that this is what is commonly stated inside of Sardinia, And where they get this from, the origin of that this which has become a common statement, is actually tracing back to this ethar uh, this from uh, Ibn Umar رضي الله تعالى عنهما. Ma'am? is that that's where they get that from by saying may allah have mercy on us and may allah have mercy upon you it goes back to that statement that athar of abdullah ibn umar ta'ala ibn abbas ta'ala and it's authentically reported on abdullah ibn abbas ta'ala that what he used to say when someone when someone said unto him yarhamukullah after he sneezed and then he praised allah and then someone said to him yarhamukullah then he will respond to them by saying afan allah wa iyyakum minan nar wa yarhamukum allah this is what his dua, he he's saying to them afan allah wa iyyakum minan nar yarhamukum allah like, may allah give me may allah give us and you safety from the fire May Allah give us and you safety from the fire, and may Allah have mercy upon you. He will say this instead of saying, <laughs> the Shaykh he mentioned, he says, <laughs> He said, in that which has Yani you know, come from the various statements of the Sahaba or uh, how they used to respond when a person said unto them, اللَّهُ <laughs> He said that this points us to the fact that what is intended by the legislation here in this situation is that du'a is made. Is that you make du'a for the person who said unto you, يَحَمَكُ naam Is that what is intended? Is that du'a is made? Then the Shaykh, he mentions, he says, وَأَكْمَلُهُ أَن يَقُولْ يَحْدِكُمُ اللَّهُ بَالَكُمْ He said, and what is the most complete is that a person says, يَحْدِكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيُصْلِحُ بَالَكُمْ that's the that's the that's the most complete of what could be said now and then the sheikh he brings in, in uh, to mention right and this is very important this is very important for us to know and to understand uh so that we have any true uh, uh forbearance and lenience when it comes to where we could be lenient and forbearing. the sheikh he says so whoever makes dua other than it. Well ma bi wa an He said, Whoever makes du'a with other than it, especially those at that have been narrated on a sahaba. So instead of saying uh wa wa yuslihu that you say one of the other um, duas that have come narrated on a sahaba. he said then this person if if you did that, then you will be a person can al-shara. Then you will have you will be in compliance with that which is attended by the legislation. ولا يطلق بقول يعني بكونها And then we, you will not say that this person is in contradiction, or that these or that these statements are in contradiction. You won't say that. And this is yani and especially you won't say about it that is bid'ah. If a person came and he said that which has been authentically reported on either Ibn Umar or Ibn or, 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 or Abbas, عنهم, then you don't say, oh, a person did bid'ah. You only post to say, that's it. If you say anything else, it's bid'ah. No, this is from being rigid. This is from being rigid where the deen gives us flexibility. Na'am? And this is very important, especially in the matters where there's flexibility in the deen. Do not be rigid. Don't call things bid'ah yani, That has been authentically reported On either the Sahaba Or upon the, the Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How are you going to call it bid'ah? Yeah, ya subhanallah But you have people that go to this extreme They've only been taught one way They only know one way So everything else Although it is uh, uh, a legitimate You know uh, variation They call it No it's bid'ah Only know this Only been taught this way Anything else bid'ah Ya Shaykh Calm down Anyway, the Shaykh he mentions, he says, "فتكاثر هذه الآثار وتنوعها يدل على أن أصل الشرع المقصود في هذا المحل هو الدعاء." He says, and due to the multitudes of narrations on the Sahaba and the various wordings that has come from them. Then all of this points to that which is intended in this situation is to make dua. Is to make dua for the person and that's what's intended here in this particular situation. Now but That makes sense. Alright. Sheikh says, Well Hassun in conclusion, Matukadama in conclusion, in summary that which is from the dua as linked to sneezing is two types the first type, is that which the person who sneezes is going to say, the person who sneezes, then there are supplications that are linked to him and obviously the second is the one who hears the person sneeze Is a dua link to the person who heard somebody else sneeze As relates to the dua link to the person who sneezes Then they are to praise Allah So they are to say Alhamdulillah They are to say Alhamdulillah Or they are to say And I'll leave that for your review now, remember, that was homework. I helped you with it. I gave it to you, right? But I'll leave it for your review. So, what are the other variations of which could be said? After a person sneezes, after after you sneeze, right? After you sneeze, then you can say, Alhamdulillah. Or you can say, and I mentioned two more things in the class. So, inshallah, I'll leave that for your review. But it's like an open book test because I already gave the answer. You just you know, got to go find it if you missed that portion of the class or uh, bring it from your notes or extract it from your memory. For those who listen and have been here for the whole class. Okay. That's the first dua. The second dua is what? Is that after a person says unto you, Yahumakullah, then there's another dua, and that's linked to the person who sneezes. And the best of it is to say, Yahdigumullah, is to as is to say this dua. So for homework, for homework, and it's easy homework, but I want you to go back and look up what is the translation of that. To go look up what is the translation of that. And also the other two variations of what could be said in that which is mentioned also would be for homework. Again, open book, because we yani uh, we just went over it. I just got finished uh saying uh what they were. But anakul lihal that's for review and to go back, inshallah. And also for each of those, I want you to know who is a sahaba that yani has made that statement. Who was the sahaba? That have made that statement, and where the you know, the the of, of the variations of other things that could be said. Who the Sahaba that said, and then what they said, right? The Sahabi, and then what they said. Okay, so those are those those are the uh, supplications that are linked to the person who sneezes themselves, and then the last or the second affair as linked to the your uh, remembrances of a person or, or, or of sneezing is linked to the person who hears. Somebody else sneeze. Now who hears somebody else sneeze and they make dua for them. Once they heard them say Alhamdulillah, then they make dua for them by saying Yurhamukallah. Then they make dua for them by saying Yahmukullah. If it is a male. If it's a male, then they'll say, Your hamukallah. Ka, ka, with the fat hat on the calf. But if it is a woman, if it is a female, what do they say? That's for homework. Inshallah, Taala again, open book. It was mentioned. Uh, what would they say if it is a female? What would they say if it is a female? And Inshallah, Taala get into the habit of Yani, uh, you know, putting the right pronouns on the alkar when you say them. Bismillahi Taala, and also when speaking to each other. And likewise, and I want to mention again, from the greatest uh, means of the attainment of knowledge from the greatest weapons that you will have inside of your arsenal when seeking knowledge then that will be dua by begging allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by begging allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from that in which you can beg Allah ta'ala with then it is the likes of the dua that i will say in the form for all of us yeah in the in the plural form and that is allahumma inna which means, oh Allah, we, all of us, yeah, That all of us, we ask you for beneficial knowledge, and we seek refuge in you from knowledge that does not benefit. If you want to say it for yourself as an individual, then you will say, allahumma inni as'aluka عِلْمًا نَافِعًا وَأَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ عِلْمٍ لَا if you want to say it for yourself personally, O oh Allah, I ask you, so on and so forth. Likewise, <clears throat> <clears throat> that, O oh Allah, we ask you, we, we ask you for beneficial knowledge and for good provisions and for actions, deeds that are accepted. If you want to say that, and if by yourself and you want to say that as relates to you only, right, and you want to change the pronoun to uh, what is for the individual, then I'll leave that for homework insha'Allah ta'ala. So you can go and you can find that lahi ta'ala, how you say that like that. خيرا. إلى اللقاء. استودعكم الله. والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.